Welcome to the alchemy of music. We all remember that song during a summer romance or during a bad breakup. We all remember that album that changed your life. And we remember that concert we'll never forget. We'll dive into those nostalgic moments, hear personal stories while examining the cultural and cerebral effects music has and the magic it creates. We'll highlight upcoming tours, artists to see, and the latest in music. I'm your host, Tommy, and now, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Alchemy of Music. Thank you guys for joining me on another episode I'm always happy to be here. I love talking about music. It is one of my favorite things. I love sharing all of my thoughts, all of my inspirations, and all of my ideas that kind of stream through me and come out onto this podcast and just to hear people respond, people, you know, tuning into my playlist and just letting me know their thoughts on the episodes is just the coolest thing. I got a lot of feedback from uh, last week's episode, the Euphoria soundtrack episode. A lot of people reached out and they were like, yeah, that's such a great soundtrack. So I'm just so glad that you guys all are in agreement with me and I love to have this sort of response from my listeners because obviously some of these ideas that are coming through me, other people are also feeling, so I love it. It's super cool. One of my favorite bands, Warpaint, just dropped an album. I love Warpaint. I have been listening to them, oh my god, probably since 2010. They're an all-female band, and they just have this very, like, folk ethereal sort of haunting indie sound. I love it. I love the way their voices work together and just the overall sound of the band. I saw them at my very first Coachella. It was a day set. I just remember it was super hot, but it was so incredible. Um, But they just dropped an album called Radiate Like This. Definitely check it out. I will also link on my playlist some of their other songs that are so amazing. So please, please, please go check those out. I really, really love Warpaint. And if you have never listened to them, highly suggest it. The two songs I'm really digging right now, uh, one of them is No One Dies from Love by Tavlo. In general, I love her, but I love seeing her sound sort of evolve. It's just such a good dance song. And then, of course, Light Waves by Benny Benassi featuring Annabelle England. I love her so much. I've talked to her, talked about her on previous episodes She is just so good when it comes to electronic music. I love her voice. And of course, I love Benny Benassi. He's such a classic, classic DJ producer. So such a great song. Again, I will link those on my playlist so you guys can check them out. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about the greatest collaboration, K5. Yes, I'm talking about Cascade and Deadmau5. 
Yes, they've collaborated before, but they have recently announced this collaboration with a name and that they will be debuting a set together this Saturday at the Electric Daisy Carnival, which is so dope. I mean, they're two of the biggest DJs out there in the game. Their tracks that they've come out together are so incredible, and the idea of them actually doing a set together is even even more amazing. And they've also announced that they'll be doing some more shows. I would love a tour. That would be really awesome, and I would also love to see an album. So I thought there would be no better way than to talk about this incredible collaboration on today's episode and just in general the Electric Daisy Carnival and how electronic music has evolved. So I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. It's a good one. So this weekend, it's the Electric Daisy Carnival. It is one of, if not the largest, festival uh, in the United States. And it is just an overall experience. Yes, a lot of festivals, they are an overall experience down to the setting, the, you know, obviously the landscape, the food, the acts, just you know, whether they have art installations or different things that accentuate the landscape. When it comes to the Electric Daisy Carnival, you're not just getting an electronic festival or a rave scene. You're getting everything, not just from the food and the lights and the stage, but they literally have acts. They have people walking around all dressed up. There's an amusement park. You can get married there. It's a total, total, total experience. It's definitely one of the festivals that I dream to go to. I loved, you know, I loved Coachella. I loved Ultra. I've gone to Electric Zoo. You know, there's nothing better than, I don't want to say better, but there's nothing like EDC. It's just its own entity. And I remember when I was at Ultra, I could hear people talking, oh, at EDC, at EDC. And I've known people that have gone. It's it's just such an incredible festival. Just so stimulating and exciting. Just please go Go Google it for yourself. See how cool it is. Um, but definitely something that I've always dreamt of attending. So the first EDC was put on back in 1991 and was put on by a guy by the name of Stephen Hopefer. And by 1995, the name and the rights were given over to Pasquale Rotella, who is now the CEO of Insomniac Events, which holds EDC along with many other festivals, including Beyond Wonderland. 
The festival has been held at many different locations over the years, and by 2010, it was held in Los Angeles, but it did receive some controversy due to a stampede and drug use. So the festival by 2011 was moved over to Las Vegas in a bigger stadium, and at that point, the festival became a three-day festival. The current owner of EDC Pasquale Rotella actually was a raver in the 90s and a huge fan of the scene and EDC was his way to flip the script you know back in the day back in the 90s you went to some warehouse and it was underground the scene changed and died but this was his way of reinventing and bringing new life to this experience It's crazy to think how far electronic music has come. I love electronic music so much. I love the festivals. I've said this before. They're by far my favorite festivals I've been to. The Sahara Tent at Coachella, which is known for its electronic music. It is one of the best tents. It is so much fun. So much fun to dance and to just express yourself so much energy it's indescribable and to think that maybe 20 30 years ago there really wasn't access to any anything like this that in order to go to some sort of rave it was at a warehouse and you had to keep quiet about it that sort of thing That's wild to me, thinking about the amount of festivals there are, electronic festivals there are to this day, and how much it's evolved and changed and how many people really truly love these festivals. It's, it blows my mind, but it really is crazy to think that that's how much it's changed within a 20, 30 year period. And, you know, if it wasn't for Pasquale, he he really gave new life to what being a raver is. And it's not just about going to some warehouse or some club. It's it's an entire experience, every aspect of it. And I'm telling you guys, like if you've never heard of EDC, I'm sure you have. But like Google it, look at images It's wild. It's wild. Definitely a dream, something I definitely want to attend someday. But it's just, you know, this guy clearly is a genius and really saw how he could change the direction of what a rave event could look like. One of the coolest things, and I've said this before, that Pasquale did was he held, they were called virtual rave-a-thons, and he would take DJs and they would do 30 to 40 minute sets, and obviously because it was the pandemic, they had, you know, the distance rules and they had masks on, um, but he would live stream a DJ, and 
that was really cool because I remember being home, not working, and I had access to all these rave-a-thons, and I would just put them on my speaker and have a grand old time, and I thought that was just such an incredible thing to do. There were so many people that were hosting live streams, um, but that was a really great one because you were able to get a wide variety of artists and it goes to show how much how much Pasquale is actually really invested in not just raves but the music yeah I you could really feel it and it also meant a lot for people like me who were entertained sitting at their home doing nothing So EDC is this weekend and the lineup is stacked. I'm just going to go over uh, some of the people, DJs, artists that will be there uh, this weekend. We've got Autograph, Alan Walker, Porter Robinson, Fisher, Maddion, Chris Lake, Eric Prides, Ben Bomber, LP Giobi, if I'm saying that right, Audion, Vintage Culture, Grime, she's actually doing a DJ set, which is super cool. Tiesto, AC Slater, Jaya Wolf, uh, if I'm, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, David Guetta, Duck Sauce, Alesso, Joseph Capriotti, uh, Blunts and Blondes, Borgor, Allie and Fila, uh, Subtronic, Zed, uh, Joel Corey, Armin Van Buren, Adam Bayer, Lee Foss, John Summit, ATB, Dylan Francis, Andrew Rael, Excision, Zoo, Ferry Corsten, Paul Van Dyke. Just so many incredible artists that will be there this weekend. Just such a stacked lineup. But I'm so excited for K5. Again, that's Cascade and Dead Mouse. They're two of my Some of my favorite DJs in the game, just such heavy hitters in the electronic world. Both have different sounds, but when they combine their sound together, it complements each other in such a way that it actually amplifies and enhances the song. And every time they've ever collaborated and released a song together it's always done really really well so obviously that says something if you've heard on previous episodes cascade is definitely one of my favorite producers slash djs uh his name is ryan radden One of the first songs that I ever heard, I would say two, was Angel on My Shoulder and Fire in Your New Shoes. Such great tracks, Um, but he was born in Chicago, and he worked at an electronic label and also performed at a club called Club Manhattan once a month back in the 2000s, and just from there, that's where he grew since then he has so many singles and if you've ever seen him live his sets are ever-changing obviously he's 
playing old tracks, but he's also playing his newer tracks. And his newer tracks, you know when you go see an artist and you're like, they're not playing any of the old songs that they used to play? His songs are just so good that it doesn't matter. He's always throwing down such an incredible set. And the the vibes are incredible. I can't even describe it. Like when I think of Cascade, I think of love. I think of romance. The way when you listen to it is just so... I don't want to say intense because that's not the word, um, but it's very visceral, but in an audio way, if that makes sense to you. Some of his uh, famous tracks, obviously, Angel on My Shoulder, Turn It Down, uh, It's You, It's Me, 4AM, Last Chance, Fire in Your New Shoes, Raining Eyes, Step One, uh, Two, Stars Align, Only You, Dynasty. You know, he's played all over the place, and I've seen him, I've said this before, I think I've seen him eight times, which is probably the most I've seen any artist. So if you've never seen Cascade, highly suggest it. Go with your friends, go with a loved one. You'll never, ever, ever be disappointed. And then there's your boy, Dead Mouse, a.k.a. Uh, Joel Zimmerman. He is was a tech guy, and he actually worked at a music licensing company and as a programmer. He's originally from Canada, and how he actually got the name of Dead Mouse was that his laptop smelt really funny and he opened up his computer and inside was actually a dead mouse which is super interesting. Since he's come on the scene he's come out with so many great tracks, um, some chords, ghosts and stuff, the Velt, razor weapon, strobe, Faxing Berlin, Channel 42, uh, Sophie Needs a Ladder, Animal Rights, just has had so many great tracks over the years. And the other part that distinguishes him from other DJs is he is known for wearing this big giant mouse hat with LED lights. He's had many different ones. He designs them and they have visuals and they change color. And even recently on his recent tours, he has a cube that moves. It's his cube stage and it moves and all the visuals uh, of his hat as along with the cube uh, can coincide together. So that's who Dead Mouse is, if you haven't heard of him. They're both really incredible. I was looking up because I'm like, what, what is their genres? How, how would you describe it? And it's so funny when you talk to people like that don't understand electronic music, they're like, I hate EDM. But like they don't realize that there's so much more. There's so many more genres and subgenres. And since the 90s, since that rave culture scene into now, it's evolved so much that there's like that is why there's so many genres and subgenres because it's changed and every single DJ has something a little bit more to offer you and that is 
could sound like other DJs, but also can be a little bit different. And that's what makes it beautiful. It's just like rock and roll. It's just like pop music. Sometimes you hear similarities, but then sometimes they go off in a different direction. And that's the beauty of it. And the so I was looking up what their actual genres are. Cascade is considered deep house, dance electronic, progressive house, down tempo and lo-fi and then um dead mouses is considered electro house progressive house dubstep and ambient so i mean yeah obviously these sounds really do mesh well together in general it's just such great producer djs i really like if i'm having a really rough day or even a really great day I'm putting on Cascade and even Dead Mouse too. Dead Mouse is fun to work out too. But some of their popular their first track that they ever did together was I Remember, which did really, really well. Speaking of I Remember, <laughs> I will never forget the first time I saw Cascade was in Pennsylvania. I actually went to see Skrillex and Cascade Ron at the same time. It was called ID Festival. It is no longer a festival, but I remember finishing up Skrillex and walking over to Cascade set, and he was just finishing, and the last song he played was I Remember, and I just remember thinking, wow, this is just so beautiful the the way the sound just like hits your ears you just want to lay in the grass and just and and it's such a vibe you know and um so I'll never forget that and then they also came out with move for me uh beneath me featuring Skylar Gray and then most recently as their collab K5 escape featuring Hala so I mean I'm really really hoping that these guys create an album. I would love to see a tour. I'm not sure if that's actually going to happen. I do know they're going to be doing some shows together, but I would really love a tour. So if you guys ever hear this podcast, any other fans out there too, let's let's manifest a tour. That would be so incredible, but really excited. Hopefully they're set this weekend will be able to be seen via live stream. If not, either way, I'm sure it'll be up on YouTube at some point by some fan that's just as wild as me. But yeah, super excited to hear what that set's gonna sound like, what they're gonna play for tracks, and if we're gonna hear any newer tracks that we haven't heard yet, so... Alright guys, that's it for me for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please don't forget to check out EDC this weekend. There should be a live stream schedule on the festival's website. They don't always play every set, so keep that in mind. And depending where you are located, there can also be a time delay slash difference so um, please go check that out I will be tuning in and I will be keeping you posted on some of my favorite sets especially k5 hopefully crossing fingers they will be live streaming that one 
And if you love today's episode, please do not forget to rate it, review it, and share it. Share it with anyone you know who may love electronic music or even the rave scene. It helps these stories get out there and it helps this podcast be heard. And thank you as always every single week for tuning in. I love to hear from you guys. I love hearing your responses on some of the songs or subjects that I talk about that you also really loved as well. That means so much to me. And again, thank you so much for tuning in every single week. I hope you guys all have a wonderful, wonderful week. I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Take care.